All right, it's the Keith to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees win 4-3 to on Tuesday night. They beat the Rays at the Trop, something they've had a hard time doing for years now. Uh, winning at the Trop, really beating the Rays, period, is something they've had a hard time doing for years now. But they get the job done. They trim a lead off uh, the Rays lead on them for the first wild card uh, with the A's losing last night and the Mariners. The Yankees are now just one game back in the loss column of the second wild card, which certainly isn't where they want to be, certainly isn't where they thought they would be battling for the second wild card here at the end of July, a team that was the preseason favorite to win the American League, not even in the postseason picture right now, not even holding a playoff berth right now, but they're close which is about as miraculous as you can get with how poorly this season has gone. They do win, and they are now five games over 500 with 63 games left to play. And things didn't look good from the beginning, or, or rather they did look good and then changed. You know, they had LeMahieu leads off the game with a double judge in his first at-bat back single. So it's first and third with no outs. Gary Sanchez strikes out. Then Giancarlo Stanton walks. So now they had a chance with runners on first and third with no outs to get the runner in. Sanchez didn't. With the stay and walk, it's now bases loaded with one out in the first inning in a crucial game against the team that's leading you for one of the postseason bursts. And Glaber Torres comes up, takes a first pitch ball, and then swings at a 1-0 pitch as if he were down 0-2 in the count. Outside pitch, rolls it over right to short, and a double play ends the inning. And you know how badly things are going for the Yankees, and you know how many double plays they've hit into this season. When John Sterling is making it obvious that he's livid in his play-by-play calls. The 1-0 is grounded a short double play ball, and the Yankees will not score in the inning. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody. A 6-4-3, you could, you could write it down. You could predict it. A 6-4-3 double play, the Yankees specialty, and they don't score. Remember that later in the game. Hey, John isn't wrong. He's not wrong. This team is frustrating to watch, and if you're him and there's no, there's no changing the channel, there's no going and doing something else with your day when things are going badly the way they have so often with this team during the season, it's tough. He sits there, he calls every single pitch. There's no leaving the room for him. There's no going and doing something else with your day for him. He has to sit there, watch every pitch, call every pitch, call every double play they ground into. And at times, yes, I'm sure everyone's jealous of John. He gets to call Yankees games for a living. He's had a great, but in seasons like this where there's a lot of bad, almost as much bad as good, that's <laughs> a grind. And I I think about guys who call games for teams that are just bad every single year. And I, I don't know how they do it. I really don't. I don't know how you can watch meaningless baseball for months at a time every year and act like you care and fake it. So I, I understand John's frustration. I'm sure everyone does. And to not score there in that first inning was horrendous and just made me think, here we go again. Here we go again. And Jordan Montgomery right away walks a guy, wild pitch in the bottom of the first, and, and you're thinking, here we go again. But he was great in this one. He has turned around his season. He has made me turn around my opinion of him, and he's been awesome. The Yankees don't score any pitches, but that's nothing he can't do. He's been great. And the Yankees in this one had 10 hits, 7 walks. The only time they went down 1-2-3 in the entire game was the third inning, when they had the top of the order. A LeMahieu fly out, a Judge ground out, a Gary Sanchez fly out. 
a seven-pitch inning from the top of the order. It's the only time they didn't have runners on. They eventually broke through in, in the fifth inning when it was 0-0. A LeMahieu single scored uh, Greg Allen, who led off the inning with a double, who continues to be awesome for the Yankees. They added to that in the sixth inning to make it 3 nothing when Urshela drove in two on a double. Then things got tough because Aaron Boone had to take Jordan Montgomery out, 102 pitches through five innings, even though they were shutout innings. And he's got to go to the bullpen. Now, the bullpen is completely rested here. Once again, completely rested, just like they were on Sunday, even though he pissed away that game. So he goes to Chad Green first, and then Green gets a strikeout, gives up a walk to G-Man Choi, who continues to destroy the Yankees. And then another strikeout of Randy Rosarena. So man on first, two outs, and he gives up an opposite field home run to Brandon Lau. And Green's been awful here. I mean, he, he almost blew this game. He had the meltdown in Boston last Thursday. The meltdown in Houston the Sunday before the All-Star break. He's been bad. He's been really bad. And at that point in the inning, after the home run, he's got two outs. The Yankees now lead 3-2 to two instead of 3 to nothing. And he had thrown 21 pitches. So he stays in the game to face Mike Zanino. He walks him on seven pitches, a guy who's very hard to walk. And now he's at 28 pitches. And he's allowed to face Kevin Kiermaier, who crushes the Yankees. He's on the Keep to the City All Animosity team every season because of how well he hits against the Yankees and how poorly he hits against the rest of the league. Green gets him to ground out, and he finishes uh, with 32 pitches in an inning, allowing two runs. Green, I'm confident, will right himself. Um, you know, uh, got got a little bit of a blow here, and and uh, you know, I, I, obviously he's had a couple of hiccups, but um, I'm confident that he'll get it rolling again. And the thing here, it's not, it wasn't wrong to go to him, but when you, and, and yes, he did get out of it, not until he gave up two runs. You can't keep a guy in when he clearly doesn't have it, which is something Aaron Boone has no concept of. If somebody's going to get an inning, they're going to get an inning, whether they have it or don't. It takes a catastrophic meltdown like Jonathan Lewisek had over the weekend for someone to get pulled in an inning where it's their inning. And that's really frustrating. But Lewisek bounced back and this one. He comes on in the seventh, strikes out two in a perfect inning. The Yankees add a run in the eighth on a Ryan Lamar home run to make it 4-2. And then the bottom of the eighth, Zach Britton. And he's got to get fixed. He really does. Another leadoff walk for Britton. Then a wild pitch advances the runner to second. Gets a strikeout, but then gives up a double. Then a single on an infield single. But that's what happens when you are a guy who needs ground balls, who allows the ball to be put in play. Things are going to happen. And then with the Rays having the tying run on third with first and third and two outs, he does get Mike Zanino to ground into the double play that he was looking for. So that worked out. I had an awful feeling. It took him 30 pitches to get through an inning after it took Green 32, two innings before, but he gets through it. And then Britt, I feel like, is really close as well. And and really, Britt gave up, you know, one solid contact. The Rosarena double, you know, other than that, the chopper. Then he does what he does. He's always one pitch away. Um, so, and I feel like, Going back to the Boston outing and now this outing, um, he's getting closer and it's just a matter of him continuing to get reps because the stuff is is still absolutely there and, and he's going to put you on the ground. And then in the ninth, Yankees lead 4-3. Chapman comes in, strikes out Kevin Kiermaier in three pitches, retires Manuel Margot on three pitches, and then it's Wander Franco who gets behind 0-2 right away. And you're like, okay, Chapman will put the kid away. But no, he fouls off a third pitch takes four straight balls, and he walks. And that brings up Nelson Cruz, who rocked Chapman earlier in the season when he was on the Twins before being traded to the Rays. And he gets ahead 3-0. and And I'm thinking, oh my God, he's going to walk Cruz 
force Brett Phillips, who pinch ran for Franco, into scoring position, and I could just see it coming. But he battles back to get two called strikes, and then he strikes out Cruz to end the game, and the Yankees win 4-3, to and it was a grind. <laughs> it was a grind. Every game is going to be a grind. As I wrote on, on Monday in Keep to the City, the Yankees only play close games, and when you only play close games, the manager has a great impact on the game because he's going to have to make a lot of bullpen decisions. And in this one, Boone had to make four bullpen decisions. And it almost blew up blew up on him once again. And this one wouldn't have been his fault because he went to the four best guys. One of them didn't have it. Green, one of them mostly didn't have it. Britain, one of them was awesome. Loisagon, one of them was shaky. And Chapman. But those four are going to have to carry the load. And now they're really going to have to carry the load because the Yankees traded Luis Sessa and Justin Wilson late after the game. And if you go on social media, you would think that they traded Mariano Rivera rather than Luis Sessa. And yeah, Luis Sessa has been good this year. And he was okay last year and okay the year before. But 16, 17, 18, he was horrible. 19, uh, okay. 20, okay. 21, yeah, his best year. But let's not act like <laughs> Luis Sessa was some trustworthy elite option in the bullpen. He wasn't. And he was never trusted to be that unless there were days where he had to pitch out of necessity and justin wilson he, he's horrible and the fact that the yankees get away from the idiotic option they gave him for next season is a miracle because you don't get much worse than wilson's been this season and now the if you look back at the decision to pay adam adovino to go to boston they've now used the adovino money on gardner who's awful o'day who is hurt and out for the rest of the season and wilson who they traded that was a really good use of available money for them and when you're adamant about not going over the luxury tax threshold, you can't fuck up like that. Your decisions have to be awesome. Otherwise, you're now getting rid of Sessa just to salary dump Wilson when you're the Yankees. You're, you're salary dumping guys. So now they're two guys under the 26-man roster, and maybe there's another trade to come before Wednesday's game. I don't know. It, it, the, the bottom of the current bullpen was awful enough. Now if they have to dig into their minor league system to find two guys to fill those roles... That's not going to be good because Aaron Boone will find a spot for them to pitch. And the other thing from Tuesday was that Estevan Florial got sent down and this kid couldn't have done enough when he was up in the short time. Between Florial and Allen, they ignited that little mini Yankees run to 4-1 and one after the break before they went to Boston and got their asses kicked. He was great. Extra base hits, doubles, homers, stealing bases, getting walks. What more could you ask for him? And the message you send is that you come up and play well for us, we'll send you right back down. Because Brett Gardner seems to be more important than the team goal here. The same way they put scumbag Domingo Herman's no-hitter in front of the team winning a game on Sunday is what they're doing here with Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner's not the best option on this team anymore. He does not deserve to hold a roster spot anymore. But yet he still does. And at this point, I don't know what it would take to get him off the roster. He can't play any worse than he's played. And just being a defensive replacement isn't enough. So the Yankees win the first at the Trop. They are now one game back in the loss column of the second wildcard spot to the A's. Big week here. Big rest of the season. Every game's important. And, he, and even Aaron Boone knows that. Tomorrow's going to be really important. We won tonight. We got to go get it tomorrow. And these guys are hyper aware of that and locked in on that. And, you know, the, the season's really important right now. And, and we've got to... We know we've got to play really well to get where we want to go. So um, we'll enjoy this one for a few minutes, and, and we got a big one tomorrow. So Yankees-Rays will continue on Wednesday night at the Trop. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.